Hello and welcome to One Heart, One Voice podcast with your host, Nick Ronzo. The podcast show supports the LGBTQ plus community, a show where you can be your unique self with love and support along your journey over the rainbow to feeling free. On today's show, I want to talk about conversion therapy. We all know what this is, but not all of us have experienced it within the LGBTQ community. Some of what I'm going to talk about was taken from a documentary on Netflix called Pray Away. When I saw this show on Netflix at first, I didn't want to watch it. I told my husband, let's find something else to watch. I just didn't want to, you know, see what this was about. I was already anticipating what it was about and was not basically in the mood to watch it. But he wanted to see what it was about, so we agreed to watch. After about half hour or so, I couldn't watch it anymore, so we stopped the show. The anger that was building inside me and the pain I was starting to feel for these people was too much. To hear about this ministry called Exodus that was trying to pray away the gay in people and how they were doing it was sickening. So after I got over my anger... Um, a couple of days later, I decided to watch the show so I could talk about it. They were convincing people that being homosexual was a behavior and not a feeling. They told them that if they believed in themselves to change their behavior, then they wouldn't be gay anymore. They convinced them that all they had to do is find one person of the opposite sex to be friends with and then start a relationship with them because so many believed they could be changed because that is what had to happen in order to be loved by God. They were told in order to follow God, you had to be straight. They would get married as heterosexuals, and they convinced themselves they were no longer gay. This is the stuff that I can't wrap my head around. To force people to convince themselves they're not who they are. I can't fathom it. And I know it's out there. And, you know, this exodus went on from 1976 until 2013, and it would travel all over and hold conventions with huge amount of people. And it ended up being that little by little, people who worked at, for Exodus and Exodus in this ministries that even were higher up started to realize this wasn't right. They started to realize that what they were being taught was not true. It was doing harm. So they, you know, they got out. They moved on. But before some of these people moved on, they pushed in the state of California for Proposition 8 to be passed, which stopped same-sex marriages. And, you know, Exodus ended up closing its doors in 2013 because members left and started to speak out about what they were teaching um, and how they were teaching it. And the pain that these people say they they felt watching the TV, watching what they caused for their own community, they said was really hard. And they couldn't do this anymore. And they started leaving. Um, the sad part is, is that even though they left, some would say that they left with blood on their hands because they were gay. They were um, part of that part of the LGBTQ plus community, but they were pretending not to be. And they were trying to convince others in the LGBTQ plus community that they weren't uh, part of that community. And, you know, I sit and watch this and I'm thinking, okay, how can a person believe so much of what someone is telling them to believe in about themselves that they inflict that on someone else? Um, I just, something like that, to the point where 
you know you're gay, but you have so many people telling you you're not gay and you need to be straight and that's really who you are. And then you start to believe that and then you push that onto others. That's something I can't imagine doing. And these people that did it, um, it pained them afterwards. I mean, it was pretty devastating to them to see what they did, what they caused within their own community. Um, you know, it's, it's sad because during that time, there was over 700,000 people that have gone or have went um, and still are, I should say, going to conversion therapy. And the saddest part of it all is that, you know, they say that um, LGBTQ plus youth that experience therapy are more likely to commit suicide. And that's, um, that's heart-wrenching. That's heart-wrenching. Because these kids don't deserve that when they're in the youth and they are coming out who they are and then they get sent away to be somebody they're not or try to be somebody they're not. And when they come out of it, they can't deal with it. They can't deal with how they're looked at, how they're treated. It's worse than before they went in. That pains me deeply. And the thing is, is that these conversion therapies and ministries and camps and all, they still exist. There are still people out there that do this, that believe that LGBTQ plus community can be changed. That people can be changed from being gay, bi, trans, you know, any part of that to being straight. They truly believe that they can make someone straight. And the thing is that we in our community, most of us already struggle with this, with being part of the LGBTQ plus community. We struggle with being accepted in our neighborhoods, our workplace, and even our homes and around our family. And then we have these places out here, these camps that are trying to convince us that, oh, that's just a behavior. That's not how you really feel. If you stay away from gay bars and uh, areas where there's um, gay people, uh, where temptation is, then you'll be fine. You'll be straight. Um, it's only when you're around others that you're tempted, and that's why you you are the way you are. They truly believe it's it's just a behavior issue. We are who we are. That's who. That's what it is. It's simple. It's how we were born. It's who we are inside, in our soul, in our heart. It is not a phase of a child going through the terrible twos, horrible threes, whatever you want to call it. That's not what being part of LGBTQ plus community is. And these people truly believe that. And, you know, the other thing that gets me, these parents that send their kids to these camps, and a lot of these kids come out and they try to be straight. They try to be who they're not. And they can't do it. They can't live like it anymore. So... Sadly, they go into deep depressions. They go possibly into drugs. Um, They rebel because they can't be themselves because they were being sent away to be taught to be somebody they're not. And even sadder, some of these kids don't make it. Some of these kids can't take the pain, can't take the hurt of feeling like they failed because they didn't change when they came out or they can't go in. They're being forced to go in and they can't do it or they, they just live in fear. And um, 
Sadly, some of them take their lives. And then you have these parents of these children that felt the only way out was to end their life. They, they sit there and they cry and they wonder why their child did this. What made them do this? What did they do wrong? What could they have done better? Um, they don't understand it. And uh, it, it sickens me because they're so much in denial that if they would have just accepted their child for who they were from the beginning, show them love, support, embrace them, love them like parents should, not send them to some conversion therapy, not tell them they're not gay, that's just a behavior, they need to go to therapy, um, you need to be straight, God doesn't love you, he won't love you unless you're straight, whatever they're telling them. And then they wonder why their child can't handle anything anymore. You know, let alone getting bullied by uh, your parents and maybe other people around you and in school and wherever, you send them to a camp that in a sense bullies them and trying to convince them that they're not who they say they are or feel they are. It's not right. Um, These parents that do this And for the ones that lose their kids, they ought to be ashamed of themselves. I'm sorry. And if people out there don't agree with me, I'm sorry. But they, in a sense, broke their own child. They broke their own child. A child that was already feeling broken instead of being helped to put back together ended up not being able to fix him or herself. So they did the only thing they could do. They thought they could do. And it's sad. So I pray and I say this and I want everybody to listen to me out there. Um, I pray that if there is someone out there right now that is thinking about taking their own life, that God will stop you. You have to know you are not alone. Your life has meaning. Taking your own life is letting them win. Don't give in to, to those people. Don't give in and let them take power over you. It's not their life to live. It's your life. There is so much more to live for. There's so much more for you to do in your in this life. You could be a support for someone. You could be the next president. You could be a CEO of a company. Don't let someone have that much power over you that you feel you have to end your life. There are so many people out there that are in support of you, that will love you, that will guide you. Take the toxicity of other people out of your life and live your life. Don't let them control it. Don't let them make you feel like you're not worth what you're worth. Everybody has a purpose on this planet. Everybody. Don't let someone take that purpose, your purpose, away from you. And if you are thinking of this, please, please reach out to anyone, to myself, but especially please call the crisis hotline at 1-800-273-8255. And just know you're never alone. You have support. You have people that will love you and help you through whatever you're going through. Don't let them win. That's all for today's show. I welcome anyone that has gone through a conversion therapy camp and wants to tell their story to contact me. We need to come together and support and help each other. We can't let our community family members feel alone and empty and feel like they've got nobody around them. We must all stick together. We must all help each other through tough times and never feel like we're alone. So thank you and may God bless us all. I hope you enjoyed today's show 
and please feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions or just want to talk. My email is oneheartonevoicepodcast at gmail.com. That's one spelled out. And you can also leave me a message. The links for these are on my page. You can follow me on Facebook and leave comments and questions there. I will answer your questions and comments for upcoming shows. Looking forward to hearing from you. This is Nick Ronzo saying to love yourself as you are one heart, one voice.